This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I'm Brina Garen, and you're listening to Hex Positive. Welcome, witches. This is episode two of Hex Positive. I'm Brie Nagarin, and today we're going to dive right into some community controversy with the all-important question, what is a witch? Uh, just to let you know, I do have Penny here in the studio with me today. She insisted on taking the other uh, seat in the room, so if you hear any odd cat noises, it's her. <laughs> Now, uh, diving back in, the roots of the word witch are so old that they're difficult to linguistically trace. There are a few schools of thought with differing opinions on where the word comes from, and it's important to mention that there is no one set idea of where the word comes from because you will have people who tell you nope it came from this particular word and this particular definition and this exact origin and that's it end of conversation um, but it, it really should be mentioned that there is more than one theory attached to this just for the sake of fairness and you know that historical accuracy that we love so much uh, so there are a number of candidates for the origin of the modern english word including the Old English nouns Wicca, W-I-C-C-A, and Wicca, W-I-C-C-E, and I'm probably massacring the pronunciations, and the Middle German Wicken, which is W-I-C-K-E-N. Uh, all of these words have a connotation of sorcery or bewitchment of some sort. Uh, whether any of them meant wise, as certain people may tell you, is a subject of much debate between modern pagans and linguistic scholars. Uh, there are other uh, potential words speculated upon by various historians, but the connections there are all a bit more tenuous, and this does include the popular claim made by Robert Graves in The White Goddess, stating that a northern European linguistic root connected to the pliance of the willow tree also gave birth to witch and wicked. Uh, it's a very interesting idea, true, but the etymological evidence just isn't there either in English or Scandinavian languages. So, sorry, Mr. Graves. Uh, historically, the word witch has been applied to men and women alike, largely in terms of legal action. Um, there was a point where both men and women were being accused of witchcraft in relatively similar numbers. That does shift depending on time and place, of course, but my point is that the records are there. Uh, eventually, the term did shift to be applied more to women, as we know, until popular culture made it sort of exclusive for a while. 
this is right about the same time that writers began to use words like sorcerer and wizard as common terms for uh, male presenting magic users. There is, of course, uh, the old Scottish word warlock that gets tossed around a lot, but uh, historically speaking, that doesn't mean male witch. It means oathbreaker. Less pleasant. So, if it's something you feel comfortable using, I mean, go for it. Just understand that the use of the word to mean a male practitioner of witchcraft is a modern invention. Um, and that's particularly important to keep in mind if you're reading a book that claims warlocks were a thing in pagan antiquity. This doesn't make the use of the term any less valid for modern practitioners. It's just important to note the historical context. I think this is a good time to address the issue of gender discrimination as it relates to witchcraft. Now, it's a common thing because of the aforementioned historical connotations and modern feminist movements to assume that only cisgendered women can be witches. There are entire traditions dedicated to this idea. But I'm going to take a stand here and tell you that that idea is as outdated as the assumption that all witches fly around on brooms and eat children. Gender has absolutely no bearing on the basic questions of who, air quotes, can and air quotes, cannot be a witch. Women can be witches. Men can be witches. Trans people can be witches. Non-binary, genderqueer, intersex people, they can all be witches. Basically, if you practice witchcraft and you decide to call yourself a witch, then you can be a witch. I'm certainly not going to be the one to tell you no. And anyone who does is either too tangled up in their own presumptions to understand gender neutral terms or belongs to a tradition where gender plays a super important role in the procedure of ceremonies and initiations and mysteries and so forth. Or it's entirely possible that they're just being a jerk. Either way, if the title is self-designated, then it's not their decision to make. Boo-hoo. Now, before I get a lot of angry emails, this is not to say that it's not also valid if part of being a witch in your personal definition means a deeper spiritual connection with your monthly cycle or pregnancy or parenthood or just with your existence as a cisgendered person. That's fine too. If being a witch is part of your personal empowerment in some way, then more power to you. That's how it should be. The whole point of being a witch is to help yourself feel empowered and self-reliant and self-actualized. It's supposed to give you that feeling of connectedness and understanding, whether it's on a spiritual level, a community level, or just a purely personal one. And of course, of course, that's going to manifest in different ways for different witches. The vital thing to remember is that your experience may not be everyone's experience, and it's really important to respect that. On a personal note, I would just like to say that I am very much here for the idea of using witchcraft to combat fascism and smash the patriarchy. So with all this in mind, what does make someone a witch? There are all kinds of spiritual and religious permutations to consider, all kinds of traditions and practices to think about. It's 
all very daunting, really. Uh, you'll ask 10 different people and get 10 different answers. But for the purposes of this podcast, we're going to have to narrow it down to one. And to that end, I would like to offer you this excerpt from Grove Daughter Witchery. What makes a witch? Witch. Noun. A person who practices magic for non-theatrical purposes. A person who identifies their magical practices as witchcraft. The official dictionary may define it differently, but these days a witch is anyone who practices magic or witchcraft and is comfortable identifying themselves by the term. For readers who are cringing at the historical connotations of the word, the modern usage of witch is gender neutral, and there are other terms you can use if you like the idea of magic but don't like that particular moniker. Certain practices have dedicated terms which are used to describe magic users of that particular tradition. There are also culture-specific terms which are attached to certain ethnic or culture-derived magical traditions. Practitioner is the most neutral of neutral terms and can be applied to anyone in any practice, but it is important to respect whichever title a person has chosen or earned for themselves. There is no specific gender, sexual or romantic orientation, race, ethnicity, economic status, level of physical ability, mental aptitude, geographic location, religious affiliation, political alignment, living situation, fashion preference, or amount of public visibility required to identify oneself as a witch. And don't let anyone tell you that there's only one correct way of being a witch or practicing your craft. A large part of witchcraft is personal accountability and personal empowerment. You have every right to decide for yourself which path you're going to follow. You don't need to belong to a coven. You don't need to be part of a specific religion. You don't need to identify as pagan. You don't need to dress a certain way. You don't need to be naked for rituals if you don't want to be. You don't need to live in the woods. You don't need a massive library, although they are nice. You don't need shelves upon shelves of strange, unidentifiable things in jars. You don't even need to tell anyone that you're a witch if you'd prefer to keep that private. You just have to be comfortable self-identifying as a witch and practicing some form of magic. That's it. In short, a witch is a witch is a witch, if they so choose. So, for our purposes, a witch is someone who practices magic which they define as witchcraft and self-identifies as a witch. I feel like this covers as many traditions and practices as possible without getting too spiritual or too specific. And it also covers the issue of gender without mucking things up. So would you like to be a witch? Do you want to practice witchcraft? Are you okay with calling yourself a witch? Congratulations, you can be a witch. That's all there is to it. So. Next time, we'll start delving into the title of the show and discuss what it means to be hex positive. And we'll start tearing down some of the myths and misunderstandings surrounding the use of baneful magic and curses. It's going to be the first full-length episode, and there's a lot that's going to get covered. So for those of you who have questions about things like the threefold law or the role of karma in witchcraft or where all of the cursing controversy comes from, you don't want to miss this one. See you next time. Hex Positive is a proud member of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. Check out everything they have to offer, including our sibling podcast, BS Free Witchcraft, over at nerdandtie.com. Intro and outro music by Kevin McLeod. 
For all the latest updates, follow at hex underscore podcast on Twitter. You can also follow me at at Brina Garin on Twitter and Instagram. For more information on my books, you can check out my WordPress and my Amazon author page. And if you'd like to support the show, please visit patreon.com slash Stay safe, wash your hands, and remember, always practice safe hex.